Section six of the Adventures of Jimmy Skunk. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Leader. The Adventures of Jimmy Skunk by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter twenty one. The Nest Egg Gives Unc Billy Away. "'Tis little things that often seem scarce worth a passing thought, which in the end may prove that they, with big results, are fraught." Farmer Brown's boy watched Jimmy Skunk calmly and peacefully go his way, and grinned as he watched him. He scratched his head thoughtfully. "'I suppose,' said he, "'that this is as perfect an example of the value of preparedness as there is.' Jimmy knew he was all ready for trouble if I chose to make it, and that because of that I wouldn't make it. So he has calmly gone his way as if he were as much bigger than I as I am bigger than he. <laughs> there certainly is nothing like being prepared if you want to avoid trouble. Then Farmer Brown's boy once more turned to the hen house and entered it. He looked to make sure that no hen had been foolish enough to go to sleep where Jimmy could have caught her, and satisfied of this, he would have gone about his usual morning work of feeding the hens, but for one thing. That one thing was the china nest egg on the floor. "'Hello!' exclaimed Farmer Brown's boy when he saw it. "'Now how did that come there? It must be that Jimmy Skunk pulled it out of one of those lower nests.' Now, he knew just which nests had contained nest eggs, and it didn't take but a minute to find that none was missing in any of the lower nests. "'That's queer,' he muttered. "'That egg must have come from one of the upper nests. Jimmy couldn't have got up to those. None of the hens could have kicked it out last night, because they were all on the roosts when I shut them up. They certainly didn't do it this morning, because they wouldn't have dared leave the roost with Jimmy Skunk here.' I'll have to look into this. So he began with the second row of nests and looked in each. Then he started on the upper row, and so he came to the nest in which Unc Billy Possum was hiding under the hay and holding his breath. Now Unc Billy had covered himself up pretty well with the hay, but he had forgotten one thing. He had forgotten his tail. Yes, sir. Unc Billy had forgotten his tail, and it hung just over the edge of the nest. Of course, Farmer Brown's boy saw it. He couldn't help but see it. Ho, ho! he exclaimed right away. Ho, ho! So there was more than one visitor here last night. This hen house seems to be a very popular place. I see that the first thing for me to do after breakfast is to nail a board over that hole in the floor. So it was you, Unc Billy Possum, who kicked that nest egg out? Found it a little hard for your teeth, didn't you? Lost your temper and kicked it out, didn't you? That was foolish, Unc Billy, very foolish indeed. Never lose your temper over trifles, it doesn't pay. Now, I wonder what I'd better do with you. All this time Unc Billy hadn't moved. Of course, he couldn't understand what Farmer Brown's boy was saying nor could he see what Farmer Brown's boy was doing. So he held his breath and hoped and hoped that he hadn't been discovered. And perhaps he wouldn't have been but for that tell-tale nest egg on the floor. That was the cause of all his troubles. First it had angered Jimmy Skunk, because, as you remember, it had fallen on Jimmy's head. Then it had led Farmer Brown's boy to look in all the nests. 
It had seemed a trifle, kicking that egg out of that nest, but see what the results were? Truly, little things often are not so little as they seem. End of chapter 21 Chapter 22 Unc Billy Possum Tries His Old Trick The first knowledge Unc Billy Possum had that he was discovered came to him through his tail. Yes, sir, it came to him through his tail. Farmer Brown's boy pinched it. It was a rather mean thing to do, but Farmer Brown's boy was curious. He wanted to see what Unc Billy would do. And he didn't pinch very hard, not hard enough to really hurt. Farmer Brown's boy is too good-hearted to hurt anyone if he can help it. Now, any other of the Green Forest and Green Meadows people would promptly have pulled their tail away had they been in Unc Billy's place. But Unc Billy didn't. No, sir, Unc Billy didn't. That tail might have belonged to any one but him so far as he made any sign. Of course, he felt like pulling it away. Anyone would have in his place. But he didn't move it the tiniest bit, which goes to show that Unc Billy has great self-control when he wishes. Farmer Brown's boy pinched again, just a little harder, but still Unc Billy made no sign. Farmer Brown's boy chuckled and began to pull on that tail. He pulled and pulled until finally he had pulled Unc Billy out of his hiding place, and he swung by his tail from the hand of Farmer Brown's boy. There wasn't the least sign of life about Unc Billy. He looked as if he were dead, and he acted as if he were dead. Anyone not knowing Unc Billy would have supposed that he was dead. Farmer Brown's boy dropped Unc Billy on the floor. He lay just as he fell. Farmer Brown's boy rolled him over with his foot, but there wasn't a sign of life in Unc Billy. He hoped that Farmer Brown's boy really did think him dead. That was what he wanted. Farmer Brown's boy picked him up again and laid him on a box, first putting a board over the hole in the floor and closing the henhouse door. Then he went about his work of cleaning out the henhouse and measuring out the grain for the biddies. Unc Billy lay there on the box, and he certainly was pathetic-looking. A dead animal or bird is always pathetic-looking, and none was ever more so than Unc Billy Possum as he lay on that box. His hair was all rumpled up, as it usually is. It was filled with dust from the floor and bits of straw. His lips were drawn back and his mouth partly open. His eyes seemed to be closed. As a matter of fact... They were open just a teeny-weeny bit, just enough for Unc Billy to watch Farmer Brown's boy. But to have looked at him, you would have thought him as dead as the deadest thing that ever was. As he went about his work, Farmer Brown's boy kept an eye on Unc Billy and chuckled. <laughs> you old fraud, said he, you think you're fooling me, but I know you. Possums don't die of nothing in hen's nests. You certainly are a clever old rascal and the best actor I've ever seen. I wonder how long you will keep it up. I wish I had half as much self-control. When he had finished his work, he picked Unc Billy up by the tail once more, opened the door, and started for the house, with Unc Billy swinging from his hand and bumping against his leg. Still Unc Billy gave no sign of life. He wondered where he was being taken to. He was terribly frightened, but he stuck to his old trick of playing dead, which had served him so well more than once before. 
End of chapter 22. Chapter 23. Unc Billy Gives Himself Away. Never had Unc Billy Possum played that old trick of his better than he was playing it now. Farmer Brown's boy knew that Unc Billy was only pretending to be dead, yet so well did Unc Billy pretend that it was hard work for Farmer Brown's boy to believe what he knew was the truth, that Unc Billy was very much alive and only waiting for a chance to slip away. They were halfway from the henyard to the henhouse when Bowser the Hound came to meet his master. "'Now we shall see what we shall see,' said Farmer Brown's boy as Bowser came trotting up. "'If Unc Billy can stand this test, I'll take off my hat to him every time we meet hereafter.' He held Unc Billy out to Bowser, and Bowser sniffed him all over. "'Just imagine that!' Just think of being nosed and sniffed at by one of whom you are terribly afraid, and not so much as twitching an ear. Farmer Brown's boy dropped Unc Billy on the ground, and Bowser rolled him over and sniffed at him, and then looked up at his master, as much as to say, This fellow doesn't interest me. He's dead. He must be the fellow I saw go under the henhouse last night. How did you kill him? Farmer Brown's boy laughed and picked Unc Billy up by the tail again. "'He's fooled you all right, old fellow, and you don't know it,' said he to Bowser, as the latter pranced on ahead to the house. The mother of Farmer Brown's boy was in the doorway, watching them approach. "'What have you got there?' she demanded. "'I declare if it isn't a possum. Where did you kill him? Was he the cause of all that racket among the chickens?' Farmer Brown's boy took Unc Billy into the kitchen and dropped him on a chair. Mrs. Brown came over to look at him closer. "'Poor little fellow,' said she. "'Poor little fellow. It was too bad he got into mischief and had to be killed. I don't suppose he knew any better. Somehow it always seems wrong to me to kill these little creatures just because they get into mischief when all the time they don't know that they are in mischief.' She stroked Unc Billy gently. The eyes of Farmer Brown's boy twinkled. He went over to a corner and pulled a straw from his mother's broom. Then he returned to Unc Billy and began to tickle Unc Billy's nose. Mrs. Brown looked puzzled. She was puzzled. "'What are you doing that for?' she asked. "'Just for fun,' replied Farmer Brown's boy, and kept on tickling Unc Billy's nose. Now. Unc Billy could stand having his tail pinched, and being carried head down, and being dropped on the ground. But this was too much for him. He wanted to sneeze. He had got to sneeze. He did sneeze. He couldn't help it, though it were to cost him his life. "'Land of love!' exclaimed Mrs. Brown, jumping back and clutching her skirts in both hands, as if she expected Unc Billy would try to take refuge behind them. "'Do you mean to say that that possum is alive?' <laughs> "'Seems that way,' replied Farmer Brown's boy, as Unc Billy sneezed again, for that straw was still tickling his nose. "'I should certainly say it seems that way. The old sinner is no more dead than I am. He's just pretending. He fooled you all right, mother, but he didn't fool me. I haven't hurt a hair of him. You ought to know me well enough by this time to know that I wouldn't hurt him.' He looked at his mother reproachfully, and she hastened to apologize. "'But what could I think?' she demanded. 
If he isn't a dead-looking creature, I never have seen one. What are you going to do with him, son? Take him over to the green forest after breakfast and let him go, replied Farmer Brown's boy. This is just what he did do, and Unc Billy wasted no time in getting home. It was a long time before he met Jimmy Skunk again. When he did, Jimmy was his usual good-natured self, and Unc Billy was wise enough not to refer to eggs. End of chapter 23 and end of section 6 and end of the adventures of Jimmy Skunk. Recording by John Leader, Bloomington, Illinois.